Today's episode of Super Nerd Pals is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash supernerdpals. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome back, everyone. I'm blowing the dust off the table. It's been a long time. The a- Were those ashes, actually? Where's that? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Shit! I think I just blew Zach off the oh. table. His ashes. We're so, not that close. So. <laughs> Andy, you alright? We're back, alright, folks? If that wasn't clear. Oh my god. How, the nerds are back in town. Back We're here. He died. Except Zach. Rip. Well, no, the, we established on the last episode that there were two. There were two stands, and, and then through. Uh, time quantum paradoxes. One of the stands had to be the other stand was eliminated. Now we have the OG stand. He's back. <laughs> we woo. Earth ones. Um, <laughs> we're, we're gonna miss you, stand two point oh. Um. So nothing super. We're all welcome back. To Podcast podcasting. land. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to um, words. We're, back. we're talking into apparati to be recorded. We're not gonna do. It. It's been a while for me anyway. Um, we're gonna get together, we're gonna catch up each other, our pals. Episode four, four Wednesday. Hey, look, I'm gonna be real. Wednesday, May sixteenth, twenty eight noon. EQ Andy in advance for making sure that happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so basically, we're just gonna take turns. We're gonna talk about what we've been up to in the past couple months since the hiatus over. I know we, we had the Infinity War episode. Um, this is our official. So, who wants to start? I'll go first. Right, what you've been up okay, to. Okay, so... Oh, by the way, I'm staying Gadurski. We know. are so rusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, that's the OG stand, guys. It's so casual in here that I even I forgot any maladies. I'm staying Gadurski. That's Ryan Marlowe. Um, and I'm Chris Sampson. There you go. I'm Andy Carasquillo. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. All right, that's great. Okay. <laughs> Since our height, most of... Um, but what little nerdy the last time got me, and somehow, and I played for... Duh. Oh, I see the pun that you I did there. I played the PS4 uh, he, while the last of... I don't... I don't how I never heard of Red. I, love I don't know it. how you heard. I don't know how you didn't hear about this. I... Well, put it... I've still never beaten that well, game. put it this way. I have an entire week off come staycation, which I have not fit, but getting a lot further. Ryan, you're in luck. Because if you finish that game this year, I got some good chance Last of Us 2 is I know! Out. I'm so excited! <laughs> but I haven't... <laughs> we'll see. E- E3's coming. I know. On top of that, uh... In the hiatus, their palin on user cross-pollinating horror come out child podcast. How my Luffy tiles that like, but that's uh that's basically <laughs> wedding planning. And Ryan, when is that podcast? That podcast is every Friday. <laughs> we just blew Stan's mind. Um, yeah, we're news to me. We're attempting. Did, it's already it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we... You can find. Oh shit! You can find shit. a very sketchtacular pilot and a episode. <laughs> uh, where I currently been fritching apart what we talk about. Well, I mean, I mean, our no, opinion I is saw, law. I saw an Instagram post. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is I saw an Instagram post where we were talking about how he was real proud of the movie, and my heart brittle, and I was like, shit, uh, <laughs> because I love the director. So y'all, much. y'all left left for dreads on iTunes. Wait, right we now. got like, approved? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm subscribed. <laughs> did not. I just subscribed live. I didn't know uh, that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, is this pretty cool? I downloaded it. Um, it's here. First Left 4 logo. Dead, all one word, yeah. folks. Um, it is one word, logo. Chris. It's done. Nice. We're not changing it. <laughs> Real professionals <laughs> Real over here today. Yeah, um, I can't wait. Yeah, to uh, just a disclaimer. Yeah, this was totally unintentional, but uh, this has been this running gag in like like the four episodes we've been recording so far. Hashtag too real. Like for some reason, I don't oh, know God. why. It just things got really, really grim, dark, and real. They got really intense. And intense. And it was supposed to be like a feel good <laughs> popcorn thriller horror show. And then we talk about some real deep shit. So yeah, <laughs> just 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 brace yourself I, for that. I, I just I make no promises. No one. It just it just it just turns into a dark alley full of you know like <laughs> deep philosophical hot takes. That yeah, may or may not yeah. be controversial, but I mean, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't mind. I, I'm not. Like I said, I don't. I don't like to be mad and piss people off, and I haven't gotten any hate mail yet. So I think yeah. we're okay, but like, please don't add us. Please don't. <laughs> if you add us, please, please send us words of constructive criticism and and you know, I don't know your favorite <clears throat> horror movie, Stan. You were saying yes. Chris and Ryan, I both have you here. Um, you'll both for new podcast. Um, y'all, y'all want to be part of the network? <coughs> Let me just ask you right now. All right, great. I need to update some art assets, and and we'll talk. We'll talk off the air. But you hear, you heard it here, folks. Live, we just went from <laughs> knowing nothing to having a podcast to having it. On the note. <laughs> to be fair, I just felt like I got approved on iTunes because of you. So there you go. Hashtag podcast professionals. <laughs> well, you also have, you also have, you also have Yay! two subscribers now I didn't know on that. iTunes. I'm, so I'm actually hashtag I'm, too I'm real. I'm relieved that it's not on my feed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relieved that that you have a separate. Yes, yeah, so, uh, S&P is not. Uh, it's not. We're not reliable for the controversial views. Sin Ryan. It is now we ha- you got two things to follow now. You got Super Nerd Pulse on you and obviously there's Zach's Chaos, which is on our feed for now. Uh, but we got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed. We went from not being able to produce one show to produce three. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas It's a Mother's Day. We should take we should keep multiple months off all the time. No, can we not do Let's that? Let's see again? what we produce. <laughs> no, it's not. Alright. Awesome. I'm excited. Can't wait to listen to this. All right, Ryan, thank you. Good luck with the work. Sir. I guess I'll go. Um, so, I've been in grad school. Just started grad school. Just finished my first semester. Thanks. It's been a hell of a t- It is both easier and more difficult than college. Um, <clears throat> it's more reading. It's more work. It's more writing. But I actually have you profession. So, I know I'm doing contributing. While it's difficult, I'm actually being in college where you, like, take a math and science. Who needs that? I'm, uh... Well, what kind of classes did you take this semester? Well, so it's a public relation, media relation, media class, all this stuff that I'm now using for our podcast, social media stuff, media relation, history of PR, which is, oh yeah, PR writing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm, I've been writing for a very long. Other than that, since our hiatus internally, you can tell we're much more professional now <laughs> than we've ever been. Um, we have, we have Zach, we have Ryan and Chris on his side from revamping communication stuff, trying to be better on our website. It's got chaos on there now. Um, I updated our cover art. Say it again because we had a surprise baby just now. Oops, baby! <laughs> <laughs> 
favorite. Other than that, rewatching Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. I'm up to episode 108. Of Is Dragon this the original Ball, or, now, or so Kai? Finished. Original. I'm going full full filler. Who? First off, Chris. Who the fuck works? I don't know. Well, I mean, likes to I like to watch Kai. Kai. I like I, to watch Kai. I think I watch Kai. Except no, GT. no. Kai is just as bad no, as not. GT. They cut it. It's like the manga. Uh, yeah, but they they switch up the voice actors. Oh, no, I, I don't like it. Right Hot here. takes. If you listen to it in the original Japanese, you guys, <laughs> it, it's it's the same voice actors <laughs> as it's always been. Uh, I guess. But you're watching it in English, not, aren't you? Actually, I have actually never seen all of Dragon Ball Z in Japanese. I'm doing that now. Fine. Same thing with Dragon oh. Ball. I finished. Oh. I finished Dragon okay. Ball. All the episodes of Dragon Ball, the hundred some odd episodes of Dragon Ball, all four Dragon Ball movies, 108 episodes of Dragon Ball, five Dragon Ball Z movies, and the Bardock Spittle, all in the original Japanese. Otherwise, I won't know what I'm watching. Kind of read it. Or you can um, make stands Dragon yeah, Ball Z abridged and dialogue. There's a lot because you forget a lot, a lot of the character stuff. A lot forget, and I've actually never series in chronological order, so I didn't like the year, what have you. Finally, sitting down and watching uh, it as, as a fan. I think, I think currently I'm on the Boo Saga. Yeah, you're way ahead of me. But this is this is like a my religious so action comics 1000 came out it's very um it's all superman obviously um all new wolverine is coming to, actually uh next wednesday is the last issue of Damn, 35 crazy. issues probably ongoing it's my favorite they kill so it is it also is, they is logan wolverine like taking over again or some weird publication thing that's what they're building up because now they're doing this whole side of a search at a man he's alive and stuff. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody who reads the comic books cares. I read the comic book. You know what? I care about Lo- uh, Laura. Actually, I think so. It's weird because she's in X Men Red now. Was by this Tom Taylor. He writes all new rules for writing. X- um, Laura Wolverine and Gabby, who's Honey Badger. Um, they're both in the X Men. And that series is not. It just started, so it's going. Being led by Jean Grey. So I think at the very least, gonna have Laura as well in that book, right? Written by the same writer who has been writing all new from the beginning. So that's good. But actual like Wolverine solo title is they're gonna give it back to um, the last arc that is currently happening called Old Old Woman Laura, and it's from the future, and she's Yo. like super old. And um, Gabby is now the main wolf. She's all grown up. And all the all the villains in the universe, this timeline, are dead. So it's like actually a utopia, but there's one villain left, a doctor, and he's got oh a, man, oh he's of course, got, he's got a barrier around Latveria, and Laura discovers that she's got Aziz and to die. So she's like, my last act, I'm gonna kill Doctor Doom. <laughs> so she goes to invade Latveria to the last. Shit, this sounds awesome. It's so um there's like a there's like a very old Maria Hill who's got like one eye and like cybernetics with like a cross between Nick Fury and Cable. Obviously you have adult Laura. Captain Marvel's in there and she's got like white hair. It's too cool. They're all it's like all women, they're all really they're like old and never I'm so hyped for that. That That sounds sounds really awesome. Yeah, if you're gonna go out, like I'm gonna miss that in Marvel. (laughs) Fucking Marvel. Uh but I'm I'm gonna save most of that talk for Andy and so you can just talk about God of War, like chime in. I saw Infinity War. You got Will I ever let you know about it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> gonna gonna sprinkle little little asides about Infinity. You're just gonna have to hold this. Whole <laughs> We're gonna have to put it in the descriptions of all of those episodes. Stan put some extra. It's gonna be like an Easter egg hunt. War. And then, and then on the anniversary. Oh yeah, it's of gonna be fun. Infinity War, or maybe with the premiere of. 
whatever the next Infinity War movie is going to be called, like Endgame or something, we'll have a supercut of all of it, all of Stan's reviews into one <laughs> bonus episode. Eventually, you'll be able to cut all like a secret like a podcast. Yeah. Also, you have to play it in reverse. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the it's a Super Nerd Pals AR game. Uh, stay tuned for that. We're very ambitious for this relaunch. It's quite it's quite on point. Yeah, yeah. We're we're honestly, folks, we're doing too much. No, not enough. <laughs> first, first we were doing too little. Now there we're doing is no too middle much. Ground. We, we just we're content creators. We just gotta. It does gotta not go. exist. <laughs> Andy, this isn't called the regular Nerd Pals, okay? Well, it's not your, the average Nerd that's Pals. That's true. Speaking of uh, speaking of Chris's content creator stuff, I have started Hell to yeah. uh, continue my YouTube Yay. channel. What's what's on the what's on deck? That's uh, so it's called Tuna Gaming, and uh, so my friend and I just play video games. Joe, Is it um, Joe. You could you can yeah, name Joe. him. He's a, he's among friends. Oh yeah, I forgot. Joe is on um, here. Joe yeah. does his own. Uh, Joe does YouTube with me, but he was doing um streaming with another one of my mm. friends, Daniel. That was uh called right. Hype Train Heroes. Um, so now he's doing um fucking tuna gaming with me, and we have played Sly Cooper, and we're now in the middle of playing Sonic Adventure. And it's my very first experience you playing Sonic this game. Adventure? Nope, never. How about the second one? Yes, very one? little. So yeah, not the first one. So uh, the first series for Sonic Adventure was just called Sonic Adventure One through Finale, and uh, Stan, your brother, actually got very confused by that until the day after, where our next episode went up called Amy Adventure. So what we're doing to structure this series is for each character, they're getting their own, like, adventure title. But yeah, so we have a few different games in mind for uh, the first Did you also do the... Meg- oh yeah, we did, did Mega Man Battle now. I forgot about it. I, yeah. I watched the first episode. Yeah, we finished... Uh, and then before that, which is where I kind of took a break, like a six-month break, but I did Resident Evil 4, yeah. and I completed that, but that was mm-hmm. with a different friend, so... I've been doing that. How does um, so does Joe come over? Or you, or yeah, bring it back. How uh, Joe comes over? Go. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it's the only way to play. <laughs> um, aside from that, I got back into a children's card no! game. Oh. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> no, not Pokemon. Don't got Taco back into Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's that's a um, Queen's joke. So yeah, no one's Yu-Gi-Oh's... gonna know that. Two people know that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're sitting right here. So, so when where Stan and I live, um, there is a Taco Bell that is infamous for having tons of Yu-Gi-Oh players playing that's there. Cool. And for whatever reason, for one reason or another, yeah. they're always getting kicked out of Taco Bell. The Taco Bell. Gym. But that's but that's for them being like obnoxious douchebags. You're one of the good ones. That's not me. I'm not an obnoxious douchebag. But uh, I've been playing. For those of you who are interested in Yu-Gi-Oh, I've been playing. Um, a 60 card deck, which is kind of untraditional. Usually Yu-Gi-Oh players like to play with 40 cards. Uh, I'm playing 60, and I'm having a ton of fucking fun with it. Like, don't isn't there like a standardized deck number? That's just... Yep, 60 oh, okay. is the so max. There's like... So there's a max, and the minimum mm-hmm. is 40. But people relatively like to play the 40 card because you get your cards quicker. Uh, with the 60 card, a lot of my cards get like extra effects by going to the graveyard. So I have cards that specify in that, and... Is there, like, energy cards, like in Pokemon? Alright, so... Uh, no. Well, then how do you power your... Uh, you don't. 
<laughs> Great. It's whatever they are. You can you can uh, summon stronger ones. All right, so here's um, my deck. All right, I'm planning a Yu-Gi-Oh. All right, forty-five blue eyes, white dragons. Yeah. <laughs> right. Five. No. Five Zodiac <laughs> cards. Dark Magician. There, there is a really good blue eyes deck at the moment. But what if all what really, really good? All fifty cards. Blue eyes. <laughs> it is a card able to play. <laughs> There's a card limit of three of the same. I mean, if you want to do, like, a graveyard resurrection, we just constantly recycle blue eyes from your graveyard or something. Alright, so, alright, alright, here we go. Three blue eyes, 45 guns, and I just kill them and bring them back every time. (laughs) (laughs) There is a deck out that you would love, actually. Um, They're called Spirals, and they're actually based off of Metal Gear Solid. Alright. Stan is intrigued. I I have the deck. They're pretty. You got me. Yeah. Um, it was it was so top tier in I want to say September. It was so top tier. It was considered tier zero. Emergency ban emergency ban list to like yeah to limit to limit cards so that because they said that like tier zero shouldn't exist. So they made an emergency ban list to to limit the two cards that made the deck super broken. And then the ban list that came out a month later actually featured another card from that deck to make it, like, it was still playable, but it was not as good. But now a new card came out recently that makes the deck so good again. So, Here's it's a really Yu-Gi-Oh's good Here's I know. There's Blue Eyes, White Dragon. There's Exodia, who's, like, five five guys. Eight, five guys. There's, Pizza? Yeah. Burger um, and fries? Then there's Dark Magician. Dark <laughs> Magician's wife. Um... <laughs> Black Eyes, Red Dragon. No, no, it's right? just the colors. I got him. <laughs> red Eyes, Black Dragon. Alright, that's it. Now, those are the ones that I know. Those are the Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, and Karibo. Yes, it's a card. Is that a card? Is that real? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Top tier. <laughs> and I gotta say, like, I'm not part of... I'm... We should do... Wait. All oh, right. no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just saying, like, I'm so I'm, 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 I you haven't know, you know touched those... the card game forever, but my... I don't know if it's, like, a guilty pleasure, but, like, I take great comfort in... And I get really excited when Crunchyroll releases new episodes of the Japanese dub of Yu-Gi-Oh! It's like, holy shit, this is awesome. And I, I've been keeping <laughs> up with that. Because they, 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 they drop maybe, like, 10 to 15 episodes at a time, like, every couple months. Are you watching... Are you watching, um... I have... I've been... I, like, uh, I don't know if I'm rings? just being grumpy old Chris stuck in his ways, but I just love the OG... Yu-Gi-Oh! So much. Sound. Oh, you're watching the OG series. Rem- yeah. Now the OG Rem- series that, is pretty um, good. GX is a second best that episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Where kills that man with the box. Or is that just the manga? I think it's the manga. Yeah. But the manga is dark as fuck. So listen. It's super right, so, dark so as fuck. Listen, if you're listening, fuck these card games, right? Just go and read the first like five <laughs> chapters of Yu-Gi-Oh! Manga. It is it is some saw hey, going there's on. Nothing saw. Yeah. In the in the manga. There's no such thing as, like, a shadow game. Yugi just, yes. like, legit kills you after yes. winning. So, like, as I, as I understand Yu-Gi-Oh, like, manga, Yu-Gi-Oh's around try, trying different games, like, murder games, but then he finds Yu-Gi-Oh cards, <laughs> which are named after him, which is really weird, and <laughs> and he gets hopelessly addicted to them. And that's it's the rest of the series is just him playing these card games instead and of like playing murder. <laughs> that's how they should have. That's that's how they should have ended. Saw. Let's play a game. Is that Jigsaw? 
Jigsaw finds the Jigsaw cards, and he's no, like, oh, shit. No, They're just Tobin playing Bell, murder. He's, he's, he's faking, he's being fake dead in the middle of the room, and then the, that crazy saw music starts happening, and he, he wakes up, and he still has the makeup where his head starts, it's like, it looks blown out, and he pulls out a dual disc, and he slaps it on, and he's like, it's time to duel. Credits. <laughs> Oh, this sounds amazing, and yeah. it sounds like it has to happen, like, now. If we had the power and the money, I'm sure we would. Um, but besides being playing a children's card game, uh, I started going back to school. Hell yeah. Finishing my associate's degree. Nice, nice. And um, I've also been playing yes. Dad of War. I finished it, I'm still playing. I'm, I'm, I finished the main story on Friday, I'm doing all the dragons, the sides. So, right now, as far as I am in the game, I just returned to Midgard from Alfheim. So, basically, people are saying that Alfheim is from here on out buckwild. Alfheim? Alfheim, yeah, Alfheim is the lowest, is the lowest point? point? That whole, but once you get past that, it's okay. just... I, and I feel like it wasn't... I didn't feel like it was a chore for me to get yeah, me through Alfheim. Yeah, I, I sat down um, and played through it. I played through it in two sessions, but... Most of my time goes into like, oh, there's a cavern over there that's not in my direction. I'm going to explore it. And then like I wind up getting stuck trying to solve puzzles like the for the chests. I never thought. It's it's insane. This is the first God of War game to my knowledge that's like an action adventure cuz I would really call the first 3 God of War games uh hack and slash. It's like I, I, first three God of War came out at a very specific time in my, that like, you know, that like, kind of like, like early 20 period of time where, yeah, like, fucking <laughs> kill everybody, <laughs> right, but, <laughs> I, and after, and I, the thing is that I threw God of War one and I just, like, I, I was really revving up to, and so I, it's weird that you say that, cause, uh, when they came out with the remastered collection for the PS3, I picked up God of War for the first time. And I absolutely loved God of War 1. And then when I started playing God of War 2, I was like, I, I, I don't like this. <laughs> so yeah, I just I stopped playing it. Like, 1, I, I, I tell you, it came out, and I came out, and I, was, I didn't want to do this important part. 3, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to finish the fight, whatever. And then and then I stopped, and then God of War Ascension came out, and I was, no way, I just cannot be more. And I just never thought that I would ever be back. So... So what made you get God of War PS4? Because it just looks so different. Departure. I mean, you're still running around being angry Kratos in half. But it's... Is it really angry Kratos? I mean, the whole reason why he starts his mission in this game is just to, like, bring his ashes... Oh, uh, his wife's ashes All to, right, like, so the top not, of the mountain. He's not angry, but he's, like... So it's, like, still... It's the same, like, less of a monster. Yeah, he's, more he's less dad. of a monster than he was. <laughs> and that's, like, a big... Just, I really like the war of having back at the, like, not ignoring that they happen. Kratos is actually part of the story and, like, cause of... North, the Norse mythology is real fucking cool. <laughs> like, I didn't... I just... All I know about the Norse mythology before this was, like, from Marvel. So, like, hearing about all the lore and stuff is something I actually... I actually bought Neil Gaiman's mythology. Hey. I'm... I'm <laughs> I know it's not like the stories, but like very. It's it's funny that you uh, mentioned that because my my only like um, knowledge of Norse mythology, ironically enough, comes from Marvel <laughs> Comics and okay. Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh for some time had like a a Nordic mm. beast deck, and it was based on all like. Norse there's mythology, also, there's also like which a is great. Section mythology in like Shimagami. like you can like summon Odin and Thor and yeah through like osmosis kind of. I've never like act 
that sort of mythology. Like, I'm probably more familiar with mythology now. The dive into it's yeah. just it's it feels so much more anyway with all the all the realms and seer and I, I like like I said I finished the game right I did all the story stuff but I'm still like I want to I want to get all the lore. I wanna... See, one of one of my favorite things about this game is uh, usually when you're like traveling by boat for like far distances and stuff such as um, whether it's like uh, the uh, Sea of Thieves or uh, Assassin's Creed Four. When you're traveling, all you have is, like, music to keep you going. But I really love that in God of War, it's just Kratos telling Atreus different random-ass stories. And some of the stories are, like, simplistic stories that everyone's heard, like the tortoise and the hare, or, like, the, uh, the scorpion and the frog. And just to hear Kratos, like, talk about this in his monotone-ass voice is so fucking amazing. Have you met Mimir yet? Uh, I don't okay, think so. so. It's these boat stories about to pop off. You just wait. It's gonna be. You're at this great moment in the game where it's. And when you finish that game, we should get back together with Boiler Casters. <laughs> oh, I'm so down. Having a bit. And, and this is the first time in a while where I felt really like just not because of like I feel compelled to like check all the boxes. Like I actually. That's not something that I even felt so strongly about. It, the world is. And there's so much. There's so much cool stuff. So like. There are, like, these spirits that you, you could find and, like, relieve their souls. And when you do that, they give you, like, a little more on their story. And I'm just like, yo, I want I want some more it's, of that. It's cool, like, hearing about how much of a dick Thor is throughout the whole game. Because <laughs> everyone's <laughs> talking shit about Thor and how much of an asshole. I don't know if you did that, like, side quest early on where you can go and, like, just... Alright, yeah. No, what the fuck? Just, some, one of the ghosts that you... Yeah, he's an asshole. He, like, came to my house and, like, killed my mom or something. <laughs> can you, <laughs> like, break his statue for me? And you're like... Yeah, sure, fuck it. You go, like, brave and you get, like, this really cool pommel for your act. I, I did get up to this part where uh, one of one of the shopkeepers asked me to go find, like, his mm-hmm. friend. And, uh, spoiler alert, his friend's dead. And so I went to go find him, and Atreus the whole time is like, Oh, so where where should we look for his friend? And Kratos is just like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm looking for resources. And Kratos is like such a dick about like what he's doing and like with the spirits. Atreus' whole thing is like, but Dad, I think we should relieve these spirits. And he's like, I don't care. Spirits There's, are annoying. Later, later in the game, like Atreus, um, Kratos starts getting up with with Kratos. So like he'll just start talking shit back to. There's like this moment where you're like running around breaking pots, and Atreus is just like, you gonna keep doing that, like. What, what are you training? Like, what's we got something to do? Should definitely talk about it. It's an early contender. I put everything on hold, even Yakuza Six. I, yeah, I didn't expect to enjoy God yeah, of War this much. God of War's been around for a while, and, I, I, like, and I've been so bummed, busy. I haven't even. Yeah, I, I bought the game. I just haven't unwrapped it. Like, uh man, I know. I hear so many good things, it. and that's, and I just love. I, so I mean, good. it's not really spoilers, but like, I love seeing. I love reading all these web comics, like just detailing like Kratos and his weird relationship with his son. Like how he just, it's just so it's oh it's, yes it's I love so the great memes. and like, all the memes top quality. I haven't like, played the game yet. It's like this is so good. So <laughs> I'm telling you, within the first 15 minutes, he calls Atreus boy like 30 times. Boy, 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 boy. When when he says Atreus's name, I'm like, whoa, he knows he knows how to pronounce that. Uh, yeah, hopefully I can catch up. I mean, I don't know if I can beat the game in time for your but I at least want to get 
significantly, like nearly halfway. I mean, I'm so busy with work and school that I literally put maybe about mm-hmm. an hour, two hours a week, if if yeah. if possible. How much? I would love to put. It's so like much the time. base storyline was like thirty hours of content. I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm just I'm just spitballing. I don't. Is it? It's it's pretty much so. I think you're around that, like probably like a twenty-five. If you're just going straight, the problem is I'm I'm a completionist. So like, if they're telling me that like there's X amount of things to collect in this area, I want to collect as much as I it's can not, possibly. It's not find. as like massive as your wild Skyrim. It's like there's a lot there, and there's like every they do a really good job of. Catching your eye over there, like you'll 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 do this like circuitous thing where you're like unlocking a chest, or you do the puzzle and you open the chest, and if you just the way the chest is lined up, you look up and there's something right beyond there, and you should now I gotta go get that thing. What the hell? That thing glowing, this thing, and there's always it's dense in a good way, so there's like a lot. To do. It's not like you're not gonna get bogged down the wall out, you know. Even if you're going, and it's so rewarding because it's not like so like the chest, um, and like even other stuff. They they don't, like, just unlock more of the story stuff. It actually gives you, like, story on top of giving you, like, a yeah. power-up. Most of it's good. I agree. Cool. Yeah. Um, and besides that, my biggest hype comic right now is Amazing Spider-Man issue 800. It comes oh, out this yeah, Wednesday. I have that in my pull list, and I actually just pick an Action Comics issue 1,000. So, I plan on... But that's what uh, I've been up to. So, for me... I've been really busy, but a good type of bit. Um, I think uh, in March I picked up, or I started doing an internship with the Nova Open uh, LLC. So it's a company that manages and runs uh, a tabletop wargaming convention called the Nova Open. Uh, this this year for 2018, it's going to be the ninth year of its running or its operation, um, and it takes place in Arlington. Uh, over Labor Day weekend, where literally all the conventions happen over the weekend. Um, so, like, PAX West and Dragon Con. So I was planning on on helping out with my other old company, my tabletop uh, crit success. I, I usually help them um, with conventions, but with this internship, I'm going to be working with the Nova Open, and it's been a really amazing time, um, because I, I'm all about that con life, and, you know, I I, you know, I'm a con junkie, so I, I've been going to cons for a really long time. Um, then I started being an exhibitor at cons with Crit Success, and now uh, I'm graduating to managing and planning and running events, so um, I am, I am. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's so cool. So my <laughs> title is Executive Admin, um, so it's a, it's a chip that lasts for six-something months, so I have about four months left until the event. Um, and I'm basically running all, like, helping my, uh, help, directly helping the VP of the company run all the ops for logistics, so, like, vendor contracts, uh, sponsorships, and all this other crazy stuff, and it's been really interesting, because I've just been learning so much, and I'm just, I just want to throw it out there to everyone here in the, on the show, like, GG on all the professional development going back to progressing in your career stuff. That's really awesome. And yes, yeah, leveling up. It's awesome. And uh, just an added cherry on top is just happens to be about tabletop wargaming, which is something that I've I'm still I'm diving into. Andy and I did an episode about this a while back. Basically, I was I was we were talking about 
the tabletop wargaming hobby, and specifically Games Workshop's flagship game, Warhammer 40k, and all about building yeah. models, and uh, all the community and hobbying around that, so um, I'm just surrounded by that 24-7, and I, I like to hang out um, at Games Workshop shops around where I live, and is an incredible community, so the fact that I'm giving back to that community, and as well as just working again in tabletop gaming, which is something I really grew to love, especially when working in my other jobs. Uh, it's just been really rewarding, and I really can't wait for Liberty Day weekend because I'm going to be helping them out. They're going to be I'm going to be meeting a lot of a bunch of cool people, uh, whether attendees and industry people, um, and yeah. So that's I, I've been doing that. That's, that's been taking up uh, most of my time because uh, I do that on top of work. Um, other than that. Um, my jam is still mostly anime because uh, most of the time when I have off days, um, I'm just like, I just want to veg and just just catch up on anime. And there's there's way too many anime. It's like it's a horrible problem to have. Have oh have my you god, been yes. My so Hero especially though. this past, um, well, yeah, especially starting in April, 2018 is the year of the sequel. So there's sequels for everything. Um, yes, and. It, so you got yes, My Hero absolutely. Academia season three. You got, you got Food Wars season three. Um, uh, Lupin the Third's getting a, a, is having a sequel right now. There's a new Fist of the North Star. Yes, yes. Tokyo um, Ghoul season three. hasn't quite three. come out yet, um, but later later in the year you're gonna have One Punch Man season, Attack of Titan season uh, FLCL season two and three. Um, it's gonna come out this summer. I. I Yes, okay. it's coming. Because um, I love that way more Ryan, than I thought I would. Ryan, yeah, Dracula you, you, Ryan, 100% have to okay. watch Tokyo Ghoul. Watch season one, uh, uh, skip okay. season two, and watch okay. season three. Wait, is it on... I think it is, yeah. It, I, I think, I th- I'm pretty sure all yes. of it's on Hulu already. Yes, it is. Uh, Wait, wait subbed or dubbed? Oh, I don't remember. Um, I feel like it might be... Either way, you'll right, enjoy the shit out of it. Anime. Oh, Yay! it's definitely okay. subbed. Um, there's yeah, I knew that. I just wasn't I, sure if there's a. I would be surprised. I would, I would, be, I would be surprised there, there wasn't there's a for sure there's a because Tokyo Ghoul's been around for a while already. <laughs> I mean, season three is. Uh, mm. I think only the first five episodes are dubbed. Oh, dude! Oh my god, season three. Academia. It's not a nut. Yes. My hero, Max. I'm like. Oh. I also, no! I also dude, one of the Stan, catch up quickly. It's season three is just so hype as fuck. It's awesome. <laughs> Listen, it's it's crazy. It fucking it starts off kind of slow because it's like an introduction episode, and then fucking see, episode two takes off mm-hmm. onto like some crazy I, shit. Happening. Is I got two but then you only have like three <laughs> seasons of like twenty six episodes each. I also got a. I'm also behind on um, the GE. Oh, I love that show. Very good. Um, Top quality. Love it. And don't don't lie, Stan. It's only this because you keep rewatching Pillow Boys. I've only rewatched <laughs> one times too many. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so lots of anime. Um, also, also on that subject, anime. Yes, on Netflix. Tsuko. Very good. On on Netflix, watch a couple episodes. It is of that. That's so good. How is? Um, Darling okay, so I have uh, some hot takes on this. So, Darling the Franks, I was excited about this for a very long time because Studio Trigger and Mecha, and it's like holy shit, yes. Um, and I thought, oh, is this gonna be like Evangelion 2.0 or 3.0? Yes, I 
I'm all for it. Now, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's not. It's not a. I mean, it's 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 less of a mecha anime. It's more of a super intense uh, high school age level drama. Just happens to have mechs in it, but like the it's all about the relationships. It's all about um, like especially like romantic relationships and like the love triangles and um and sometimes it gets really intense. Uh, and like and. Uh, Part of me is like, okay, this is interesting, um, because uh, it's uh, it sets up this really cool dystopic world where um, for some for the the kids are subservient to the adults, and it's implied that like, these kids are like are, are that grown or artificially created, uh, and the adults are running the world, and they force these kids, as you do in mecha anime, to fight for the survival of humanity against these creatures <laughs> called the Klaxosaurs, which look like these bio or biotechno organic dinosaur creatures that are coming out of the coming out of the earth and they're raiding all these This sounds like Yeah, like it, it does. It does. And it's everything like, it's great. It's like, it's like okay, I like it. But then then you ha- then it go it goes deep hardcore into um like it's more it's more it's all about like the relationships and some of the, some of the like I don't know if it's just because of good writing or maybe it's a, it's a mark of good writing but some of the things that happen just make you so mad and so happy and you're just, just like a, you're just an emotional roller coaster wreck and um, especially with uh, the relationships of the main character so you have hero um, who's a uh, he's a he, he in this world the pilots are are called parasites, and he's a parasite that's deemed like out of condition uh, because he has like weird medical conditions and he can't properly sync uh, with uh, his partner. Because uh, like in Pacific, like in Pacific Rim, uh, the Frankses or the Franks, uh, those are the mechs. They require a uh, a partner team between boy and a girl. Um, so in the beginning, we see Hero and he's lost all purpose. Um, all re- all meaning for living because he can't pilot, and if you can't pilot, you're kind of useless in society because all these other kids are fighting for the adults, especially to win the approval of father, who's like the the main uh, overlord of this dystopic society. Um, enters the one of the main protagonists. Uh, her name is Zero Two, and she's a notorious pilot and uh, a mecha team because uh, she pilots alone which is really unheard of and it's a, and she's like half claxosaur half human so she has like 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 red horns coming out and she has a different color of blood um, and every person who has ever piloted her if they pilot with her more than three times they're dead like it's just some weird thing that happens um, and miraculously, Hero pilots with Zero Two despite the risk, and he's the first one ever to pilot with her more than three times. Um, and it goes into uh, the Heroes and Zero Two's relationship uh, amidst all this bullshit, and then amidst all this crazy high school drama, uh, a lot like like Persona, where it's like there's the apocalypse happening over here, but I have to deal with like normal everyday stuff that's also just as important. Um, and some of this stuff just makes me so angry, but I I think it's just I think it's just because it wasn't lining up with my expectations because like of what Trigger Trigger normally does. 
Um, I think it's a very polarizing anime. Um, I'm still sick with it. It's a 26 episode anime, so they're on like episode 16, I think. Um, I th- I think it's a very experimental trigger with that um, because it, I, I don't think I don't think it's ever I don't think I've seen anything like it coming from Trigger. Uh, usually, Trigger has uh, like very shonen esque uh, formulas to their anime, but this one's um, it's like a shoujo anime wrapped in mecha. Um, which, I mean, I don't want, I don't, I mean, uh, so I, I still haven't gotten to conclusion yet, because it's still on a simulcast release, uh, but I, I just had very, I had, like, mixed thoughts, uh, I don't let me, don't, don't let me stop me from watching it, because some of the animation sequences are incredible, like, the mecha fight scenes are awesome, um, I guess some of the things that really annoy me is just, like, like, how... Like there's so much melodrama, like to the point where like, why is this happening? But if you're, if that's your jam, I don't want to shame you. So, is it's called uh, um, what's the name of this? Darling in the Franks with uh, F R A N X X, and it's a Studio Trigger anime, and it came out starting I think like late February, early March. Um, and it's the latest from. I am gonna make yeah. my biggest attempt. Uh, to yeah, try so to the, catch these are the same, same guys <laughs> who formerly worked on uh, like. Uh, Evangelion, uh, Gurren Lagann, Kill a Kill, um, Space Space Patrol, Luluko, and Inferno Inferno Cop. Um, so there's definitely genetic lineages. So you if you watch any of this anime, I I you can definitely see the influences, especially Evangelion. Um, but yeah, check it out. Um, but nice. I didn't mean to go into a review about Darn the Flanks, but <laughs> uh, uh, with the, with the year of the sequel, hand like this was. Like this is like the one thing I want. I, I must talk about. Everyone must watch Megalobox. Megalobox is like the breakout sleeper hit of of this season, and it's so freaking good. Um, so originally I thought this was an original anime, so it escaped the year of the sequel. Uh, monsters just enveloping everything, but uh, Megalobox is a futuristic uh, boxing anime. Um, and it's 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 uh, being released on the fiftieth anniversary of a very very popular critically aimed uh, boxing manga and anime called Ashita no Jo. Um, so anime is being being released in honor of that. Megalo Box is so epic as hell. Um, so Megalo Box, the title refers to uh, this type of boxing competition where boxers duke it out in the ring, but they have exoskeletons. Uh, so they have like rigs on their arms and, and they and and they and, and on their wrists and so so people it's like rock and soccer robots but yes and it's holy shit it is it is so well done um like the animation quality is just so beautiful um it's got this really dope hip hop soundtrack like echoing uh, and bleeding new jobs and uh, samurai shampoo uh, and it's the it's just it's just everything is so freaking well done like like the fight scenes and the choreography and like the voice acting and like the story is just compelling as hell so it's a it's a true underdog story um, so the main premise is um, you know uh, you have this un- unnamed character. Um, he's called, he's known by JD or Junk Dog, and he's a stray, and he makes a living with his coach, uh, Nambu, and they, 
tr- they make a living in underground fight rings, uh, swindling people, and um, then this this international tournament for Megalo Boxing launches where anyone can enter. And JD, he he gets so tired of like taking intentional falls and hits and and taking up take, taking loses uh, just to appease like underground. Um, fight rings and their mob bosses and whatever. He's like, screw that. So, so he's gonna make it to the top uh, in the most elite uh, boxing ever. And he has this uh, he has this showdown, uh, this rivalry with this with like the absolute world championship um, uh, or the world champion. And so he's gonna make it to the top to try to fight him. Um, and the, the odds are stacked against him. So. Um, but he has a great coach, and the, one of the main uh, main aspects of how he's gonna get to the top, even though he's like a nobody, he's uh, he takes on the moniker of Gearless Joe. So he's fighting without any gear, and it's like holy shit, this is so awesome. So he's fighting like titans with like. So all these all these people are yeah, fighting. Yeah, he's just like fighting with his, with his, with his skills just alone, like, and it's like straight up boxing. Oh my god, this is so hype! I love it so. It's really, really good. Uh, and then, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love My Hero Academia. I love Food Wars. I love all these sequels coming out. But, like, this Megalobox was, like, the breakout surprise hits. Like, oh, the feels. It's re- It's a really, it's a really amazing underdog story. Because uh, it's, it's, it's uh, only episodes. How or many episodes only, sorry, are they into? Only six episodes are out right now. So it's really easy. Um, but holy shit. Nice. So good. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to watch yeah, that shit, too. Looks like um... Other than that, uh, I swear, last thing, uh, I've been reading a lot of audio, or I'm sorry, listening to audio, a lot of audiobooks. Uh, I've been getting to Audible Hardcore, especially because we, we also have an audio sponsorship, so um, I started diving into audiobooks. I get, like, uh, well, with the premium subscription, I get, like, I, I've graded, so I get three credits a month, so I get three books for a really, uh, relatively cheap. Um, and I've been binging through a lot of audiobooks because with how much driving I do, how much long commutes I have, it's really great to kill time. Um, so, so I've been listening to a lot of Warhammer 40k novels because that's my jam, especially because of, uh, where I work and uh, I first got into the hobby through the lore, uh, and it's all excellently written. Um, but I want to give particular attention to Ready Player One. So, I haven't seen the movie yet, and I wasn't sure if I was going to, but I ran into a podcast called 372 Pages You'll Never Get Back, which is basically um, two, two co-hosts that regularly collaborate and work on um, uh, Mystery Science Theater. Uh, they got together, and they created this podcast, and they were going to read um, Ready Player One, and do a book club podcast along alongside them. So I was really interested because, like, I I wasn't sure I was gonna see the movie, but uh, I, I didn't. I, I I wanted to read the book before watching the movie. I don't know in theaters, but uh, this podcast seemed like a good fun time to do it as well. And uh, so I listened to Ready Player One uh, on Audible. I listened to the podcast, and oh, Ready Player One! It's it has good ideas, but it's it's just executed like really, or it's pretty toned down. Like there's a lot of like, like I don't know if it's like intentional, but it's like there's like racism in there and like transphobia, and uh, then it you can see like lineages of how this book 
uh, like could led into or fed into like the weird toxic masculinity stuff that drove Gamergate and other weird social trends like that. But like, well, on the other on the other hand, the movie has gotten like such very good like, reviews mm-hmm. and high critical. Honestly, with our society and how it is now, if if the movie portrayed any of those elements, I'm pretty exactly. sure it would not exactly. have gotten I mean, the praise that I've it has gotten. I've definitely heard that they have first loved it. That still overall, like, very yeah. well done. It's like Apple's... I see. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I actually, I mean, I, I quote-unquote read it, but uh, I was listening oh. to the audiobook, <laughs> but... You don't have to, no, no, Chris, you don't yeah. have to quote-unquote if... if the yeah, book is in your and it was done by Will Wheaton, and it's, it was kind of ironic or funny because Will Wheaton oh, cool. was mentioned in, in the in the novel, and they got him to not only read Ready Ready Player One, but also the follow up novel Armada, which is also season two of three hundred seventy two pages. You'll never get back, and I hear that's even worse or even more controversial than the Ready Player One. So I'm kind of excited to dive into that. Um, but yeah, Ready Player One, I thought like. It did have, like, it had some problems, like, aside from the ones I explained, like, the writing style is, like, very repetitive, um, and it's also, it's not the most advanced reader level, but at the same time, I really found myself, like, diving, or just being lost into, like, the world building. It's, it's this fun romp, it's like national treasure for nerds, and I, I get that some people feel like it's, uh, I, an exercise in gatekeeping, but I felt like how Ernest Klein wrote the novel, it, I thought it explained at least like the really significant like uh, parts of or uh, parts or parts of the geek culture that relates to the novel. Where, it, 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 oh, by the way, I've never no one knows what Ready Player One is. Basically, um, it's like this giant holy girl quest for this epic prize that uh, will uh, that lead that that this prize where it's like a bunch of money and ownership of the oasis with where this giant uh vr landscape uh where most of society has retreated to because their actual real world really, really sucks um and it goes through this really fun national treasure like quest where like oh there's like there's hidden clues that reference to this one and then you our protagonists have to solve the clues to get to the next step to the end goal and i really enjoyed uh, maybe it's just because like I I just been consuming pop culture for so long and like I actually got most of the references and I could but I could also see how it could be really intimidating for someone who's who maybe just heard about Ready Player One and started picking up a book and has no idea what a particular D and D reference is or maybe has never seen Monty Python. I don't, I don't know. In general, I I had a pretty good time reading the audiobook. I don't know. Maybe if I have time, I'll see the movie whether it's available for rental. But yeah. More story. I love audiobooks, so uh, that's my jam. <laughs> AudibleTrial.com/supernerdpals. Awesome. You can go go to AudibleTrial.com/supernerdpals and you can try a free month with the opportunity to download one audiobook for free. Um, check out Ready Player One. Good thing about that is, if you don't like it, hey, guess what? You didn't even pay for it. You got that free. Also, a link. Uh, AudibleTrial.com. Also, if you don't like a book, you can also return it. Hey. <laughs> Ah, yeah, you did. Oh, That's, I didn't know yeah. that. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and some other some other perks about Audible, uh-huh. <laughs> um, since, it, since they sponsored us, um, you also get uh, uh, member discounts on books uh, or audiobooks. So sometimes they're like 20% off. And they also do member-exclusive uh, sales from every time to time. So uh, 
Um, they were, I think this week, or last week, I think it's still ongoing actually, but they're, they're doing a giant uh, editorial creation sale where a bunch of Audible editors are pick favorite picks. And some of these books cost like $25, $30, but they cost 15 But you can get them as low as $6, which is awesome. So I splurged and got a whole bunch of books. That's really uh, So if you want, um, I can, actually, I'm pretty sure the sale is still going on. Uh, so I got books like The Handmaid's Tale and Alien, Out of the Shadows. Yes, that Alien, that franchise. Um, I got oh Coraline. God, I got too. Norse Mythology. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be our book yeah, club. I would love Gaiman, to do a book club. Did you get club. the Norse Mythology one that was narrated by Gaiman? Yes. Uh, Audible Uncorporate. That is Do they so really? Cool. Yeah, audio dramas. It makes you feel... That's pretty badass. It makes you feel like a Star Wars movie. Which ones have you um, listened to? So, so Kenobi by John Jackson Bow opens time on Tattoo. Like, after Revenge of the Sith, he's like a cowboy. He's basically like a cowboy. A fucking cowboy. <laughs> Solemn Star Wars Bloodline, one by Chloe Gray, narrated by Zalea, General yeah, Between Jedi, and about how from... Also, The Odyssey <laughs> by Homer is really good as an audiobook. Um, because it's narrated. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Yes, I need to listen to that. Oh. Mag fucking Nito will tell you the story of the Odyssey. You want to have Ian McKellen tell you about how Odysseus, like, cut out a fucking Cyclops' eye. I'm putting that on my wish list literally right now. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it yeah, for me. Yeah, audio. Yes, audiobooks. <laughs> I love them. Uh, uh, I I got some. I, I I'm I'm making an excuse as well to listen to like some classic. Like along with this sale, I got Murder on the Orient Express, and I've never read that book. I hear a lot of good things about. I get. I, I'm really excited to. There's another one. Huh. You should abs- You should absolutely 100% Chris Reader. This is like the most insane Agatha. It has. I don't want to spoil anything. It does. It does <laughs> some shit that you don't think book would ever be capable. So uh, really Stan, random question: Did you see the movie? Because it has Willem Dafoe in it. So no, no, <laughs> okay. but absolutely, we'll get we'll Excellent. get to it. I did. It was well, a very good movie. And oh yeah, and Murder of the Orient Express was a direct influence on The Adventure Zone, and I love that. Uh, more reasons to yeah. So that's that's it for me. Nice. That yeah. Was of Super Nerd Pals. Yes. I, I, we're off the rails. We're off the rails, guys. Um, Stan, you could- I'm Chris Sampson. I'm Andy Carasquillo.com. You can find the podcast, your podcast player. We have an RSS on our website. And we'll plug that into it. I'm sure if you like copy and paste a Walkman from the 80s, it might, it might work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Disclaimer, I don't, I don't know. You got to find it. We also have Chaos Cast with Zach. Um, that comes every other Wednesday. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, next week is his podcast. You stick around the same. F- you also have Left for Dread, which is Ryan and Chris's new joy. That comes out Fridays. whenever they say it's a, That's their <laughs> own feed. <laughs> that's their own feed. Chris, are we every so Friday or every other Friday? Uh, every other Friday. Every other Friday, guys. Every other Friday. Listen, we're we everywhere. Nice. We're everywhere. You can email us at pals at snurpals.com. Tell, tell us what you thought about this Zach's podcast, their podcast, anime, audiobooks, whatever. We cover, we cover it all <laughs> out here. Also... I, I don't know how I feel about how they took Thor's eye and they gave him an... an yeah, I really like the eye patch. It me, and it's like it's, a, a nice callback to Anthony Hopkins. I, yeah, it gave me... It, it gave me... Yeah, and it gave me a real cool big boss feel. And also, it's like how they did it. Um, you know, it's it's some random cyborg's eye. Anyway... At least they were, at least they were consistent because his, his eye color was different for the rest of the... Thor doesn't have heterochromia! That's good.
It's also he also has an eye patch <laughs> in the comics. Well, I don't know anymore, but future Thor it has an eye patch. So it was really cool seeing that happen. Yeah, the eye patch is angel pirate. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in two weeks. Peace out. Thank you for listening. I got it.